0: All right, everybody, welcome to The Voice by Matt Show. My name is Matt Bertho, I'm your host, and I'm so excited you're here. We are here to discover the power of people's voices. And today, I have two very special guests. One is Sean Bartell, and Sean is a father of two of my students that I've taught, well, one in the past and one currently. And I'll let him tell his story today and but it's, he's got a very powerful story about um, how it's never too late to learn something new and also how to overcome crazy, crazy adversity. And then my other guest is the first student, high school student that I've had on the show. Sydney Sisk. I've been teaching Sydney lessons since she was ten.
1: Yeah, ten yeah. years old. Ten,
0: and she is now going to be a senior at Winfield High School. And I'm gonna uh, just kind of talk to her about the challenges of being a high school student during COVID, and how she handled that, and then kind of her dreams and aspirations of where she's going. So you guys get a double feature today. But we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just start with Sean. Let him tell a little bit about his background and where he's from, kind of where he grew up. And uh, welcome to the show, Sean. Hey,
2: thank you for having me, man. You're welcome. Glad to be here and glad to see you, Sydney. (laughs) Hey, um, you know, so I am 47 years old. I just turned 47 this past week, and I actually grew up about 30 miles from here um, on a farm and ranch on the edge of the Flint Hills. So I'm a native of Cali County, you could say. I grew up, you know, cowboy, ranching, all of those kinds of things, and that's and, just where I am Yeah, from. you grew
0: up, you grew up like not only cowboy ranching, you grew up going to the rodeo.
2: Absolutely. My dad was a professional saddle bronc rider. So, for yeah. 20 years, I was on the rodeo circuit. I think I was six <laughs> days old at my very first rodeo, actually. <laughs> Dallin so, said
1: her dad's side of the family was the hillbillies.
2: That's right. The We're cow, cowbelly, cowboy <laughs> all the way. So, that's our background. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I grew up in this beautiful country out throughout here. Um, not to say that I didn't always love it, because I didn't, because I always felt different. Mm. You know, I was... Uh, I knew at a very young age, I was different compared to a lot of everybody around small towns and rural area. Right. So,
0: yeah. So, you know, and we'll, we'll dive into that in a second. Um, but uh, let's let Sydney introduce herself and kind of where she's from and her background.
1: All right. Um, I'm Sydney Sisk. I'm 17 years old. I'm actually not from Kansas. I'm from a small town in Texas, well, it was Holly, but like the actual town is Abilene, Texas. And then we moved here to Winfield, Kansas, when me and my sister, I was in second grade, and my older sister was in third grade. And yeah, basically, my mom just got a job, so we moved here.
0: What does your mom do?
1: My mom is a certified nurse midwife and an OBGYN.
0: She helped deliver Leo. Yes. he was in the room when it happened. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, so fun. So Sean, let's talk about uh, how you were different. Okay. L- let's talk about um, kind of when you realized like how different you were, and then kind of the the story that brought you to yeah. my life. Yeah. Where you know three years ago, right? You started taking voice lessons. With right.
2: Me. Right. You know, so I always loved singing. Um, It was just something I always, from a little kid on, I loved to sing. Um, And about eighth grade, I stopped singing. Um, So this would have been like late 80s. And I stopped singing because I thought it was going to out me as a gay kid. And growing up in the small town area, it was kind of looked down upon to be different or, you know, to be even, you know, think about it that I'm gay and I knew from a young age I was. So fast forward a little bit and then, you know, my oldest had been taking lessons from you, Matt, um, for several years. Yeah. I think um, since
0: she was a freshman into the right. freshman year. So this would there.
2: have been in, what well, would have been three years ago in 2018. Um, you know, I had a moment of clarity, um, back in 2018 and I, Stopped using drugs and alcohol all at once.
0: So yeah, I, I want to dive into yeah. that because you guys, this story still blows my mind. And Sean will write a book. I promise he will. Yeah. He will write a book Absolutely. about this because this story is one of the most epic stories of all time. And it's the purpose of my life is to help people find their voice. And you know, just to go back a little bit. You know, I I was in middle school choir, 7th mm-hmm. and 8th grade year, mm-hmm. and I love singing, mm-hmm. obviously. And you know, my reason for not joining choir in high school was I didn't want to be made fun of. Right. I didn't want people to make right. fun of me cuz I was the jock boy athlete, right? right? Right. So it's it's crazy like how many males are in the world that love singing, right? And then, you know, they get to that adolescent kind of teenager age. And they look at their friends and what my friends think and, and all that. Um, but let's go back to uh, that night uh, that, that you've told me so many times. Right. Um, But I, I want to give people like an idea of how dark it was for you and the vision that you saw that, changed your life Mm -hmm. in an instant guys like so dramatically right and that's why i mean that's why i have sean on the podcast today because i think that sean is going to help so many people find themselves in a way that it's never too late Mm -hmm. it's never too late to turn back it's never too late to become sober Mm
2: mm-hmm absolutely
0: so take it away sean 100
2: percent. yeah it's never too late period um it's never too late for anything um you know i had learned in my teenage years to use alcohol to to escape who i was to you know to not think about who i was all these things so i learned at a really young age to use alcohol what so kind of numbed you numbed me and then i just would not care as much, you know, and so I learned to do that. And that became a very big habit for me with alcohol, drugs, prescription drugs throughout my adulthood, through my first marriage, um, through having children, uh, everything. And then there was so much guilt and shame. When I did um, actually, you know, get divorced the first time and break up our family, I had so much guilt and shame associated with that, that the drugs and alcohol continued, even though I had come out As gay and I knew who I was, I still was using drugs and alcohol to help comfort that pain that I had and that guilt and that shame that I had so much of. And so then um, in 2018, I had a really just very vivid vision. Uh, My last year of active addiction, I was using meth um, quite a bit. Um, I was very, what you could say, functional. But it was starting to come to an end. I mean, people were starting to notice. I had lost weight. I wasn't keeping appointments with my job like wow. I norm- normally had. There was just some things happening, and then I had a moment of clarity um, that night, and it was about five hours after I had had my last shot, um, a needle of meth in my arm, yeah. and five hours later, I had a very clear vision of two pictures. One picture on the right and one picture on the left. The picture on the left was me and my girls, Harper and Dallin. A very bright, very white, clear picture of happiness, you could tell. And then on the right side, there was another picture. It was very dark, and it was of my um, significant other at the time, and it was just very dark and bad and death is what I pictured with it. And at that time, I went and picked up the phone and uh, – Called my best friend at that time. And really, since then, at about 5.30 in the morning, I've not looked back. Wow. I went into intense outpatient rehab at that point. And now we're looking at, uh, you know, three years of being sober. I went back to things that were good for me and then I Sober from everything. Sober from everything. Alcohol, as far drugs, absolutely. meth, prescription, yep.
0: everything. Yes, absolutely. So for people listening right now that are driving, that are working out, I'm sure they're like, holy crap in that one instant you saw that vision and do you do you know like how it came to you
2: like no you know I had I had reached out multiple times in the last like couple weeks of active addiction but apparently I was not reaching out to the right people and mm -hmm. I don't think I was listening to my gut instinct I knew obviously I had an issue I was doing meth multiple times a day and multiple times a week. Mm. Obviously, this was not anything I wanted to be a part of. Um, you know, I am so grateful that I am a father because being a dad always kind of helped keep me somewhat grounded and thinking outside myself instead of being so selfish. And, you know, from that point on, I've tried to just really focus on all of the good that's within us. And listen to that gut instinct, too, because it, we know so so early on.
0: So about that time, all three of us were in a show with Harper. Right. Well, you, yes. you watched it. I watched the show. Sydney yeah. and yeah. Harper and myself <laughs> were in a show called Rock of Ages where I was this... Rock God Stacy Jacks, right? Yeah, right, with the absolutely. mesh shirt and the yeah. the white pants. And Sydney was like, "What grade?"
1: Oh, uh,
2: you had just finished eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah.
1: Yeah, Good about to night. go into my freshman year of right. high school.
0: Yeah,
2: it was a great show. And I was literally two days sober.
0: And yeah, I remember bad. Sean came up to me. He mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, I want to talk to you later about potentially, um, maybe doing some vocal lessons." And yep. I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." yeah. So Sean came to his first lesson, and as you can tell with his booming bass voice, people, I told him when we started and I did the sound check, I was like so jealous of his booming bass voice. You know, Sydney and I over here like little high larynx (laughs) to the max, and Sean's got the Ed Milet, this (laughs) kind of big booming voice. But you called your friend, and you quit completely cold turkey. Yes. And where did that strength and that courage come from? Uh, you kind of said your, – Dallin and, and Harper had a big part of it. But, I mean, from what I understand, meth is the most addictive drug that you possibly could put it into your system. Yeah. Where where else do you think you got this strength from?
2: You know, I I had to look outside myself and just, you know, have – faith in the fact of the universe Hmm. and someone else was giving me some pretty clear signs. And, you know, I just, you know, went with my gut instinct the whole way through. And that's, I think, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate that to have so many people on my side, you could say I've got incredible daughters, as we both know, and a loving family that so many other people don't have in those kind of situations. And I, you know, I, I'm a lucky one for sure. So,
0: well, you guys will definitely see a picture of Sean and, you know, you see him now and you, you can't even believe like this story. It's incredible. Um, Thank one, you. Wh- one more part about this, Sean, that, that I want to unpack a little bit. And I, yeah. I don't want to take everything yeah. from your potential book that you're writing. No. Um, but there was a moment later, months later. Yes. That yeah. you had this another vision.
2: Right. Shadam's.
0: Yeah, talk about that? that.
2: Yeah, you know, um, I woke up from a dream where I had these letters that were had just appeared, and it shadams.
0: I, I kind of, I kind of envisioned like a Scrabble letters, like yes, on a, on like, a wall. They
2: were gold, is what yeah. they were, is what I pictured, and mm-hmm. so it was shadams, and it was just all capital letters shadams. And you know, from that, I I took from that that those were letters of people that are in my life, that are a part of my future, my current and my future and just moving forward. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, Shadams has been in my mind. So who, who are crazy. they? So Shadams actually from what I believe, uh, Sean for me, um, H was for Harper. Mm-hmm. Um, D was for Dallin, my second daughter, Harper, my oldest daughter. A from one of my best friends, Aaron, uh, who I who I met early on in sobriety. M was for, I believe, you, Matt Bertho. <laughs> and then S is for another one of my good friends, um, Sarah, who's just a really good, like, a sister from another mister, we always say. so. Yeah. And, and yeah.
0: has the vision panned out thus far?
2: Yeah. All of those people are a really big part of my life, obviously. Every, Crazy. Charmaine. There are people I'm connected with on, you know, multiple levels. Mm. So I just, yeah, I believe that... We have things that happen to us, and I think we have to listen to that.
0: Well, in this moment, you know, you guys listening, I've been waiting for three years for Sean to openly talk about this story. I mean, and I'm just going to tell you right now, there's even more to this story, but that's for his book. And if you guys, you know, we've already talked about it. If you need somebody to come speak, Sean's your guy about, you know, absolutely trauma or addiction absolutely um because uh as you can hear in his voice he's found his voice
2: yes yeah and
0: and not only that you know as his voice coach too uh Sean couldn't sing very well when he came to me right and you know it makes sense if you think about his story i mean yeah you were just piecing everything together you f- you basically had to fall apart right and build it back together. Absolutely. And one of the things that I always say is, you know, when people sing their soul comes out and says hello. Right. And for Sean, that was I'm broken, I need help. Let's right. go. Let yeah. I'm I'm Absolutely. ready to I'm ready to I'm ready to get back to that to that boy that was in middle school that loved to sing and mm-hmm. and find out, you know, my voice. Right. Um <clears throat> you know, we posted a a video of Sean singing, um, maybe it, maybe it, uh, maybe, it's it time. maybe it's time from "Stars Born," mm-hmm. and that was one of the first uh, songs he started working on. Right. And man, you sound so good now! Like,
2: and that song has so much meaning to me. Yeah. because maybe well, what does it's it mean? time. You know, maybe yeah. it's time. I think it's like what a lot of us go through, no matter what, whether it's addiction or just a change in our life. Is maybe it's time, and so I think it speaks to the heart of who I am as far as. You know,
0: it's time. Well, and I like the the line, it's time to let the old ways die. Absolutely. You know, um, Sean is a a big part of my life also. He came to London with us when we all went to London. Sydney went to London with us (laughs) also. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that was uh, a year after I think we started doing lessons um, and Harper got to go, but to watch his journey guys from this moment to where he's going um the guy can sing now he he's very confident in his speaking voice now yeah. um and you know when he says like he's got a lot of love you know he posted that video on Facebook and dude got like tons of likes nah, and tons of comments I've got
2: and Great support system. I've got a lot of love and friends. When he, Absolutely. Asking when he's
0: going to do his concert. <laughs> That's and right. I'm like, we've been talking about right. this for a while, so Absolutely. it's definitely going to happen. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with the, the listeners? To No.
2: The only thing I think it, all of us have it within us to be able to make changes. Mm-hmm. And it does not matter how big or small, but we all can do it. It's, I'm, you know, yeah. I am a, a country kid from Cali County and can make changes and handle adversity and everybody can do it. It all comes from within. So
0: Yeah. And and you got it is almost like God in the universe gave you a a second chance.
2: Absolutely. And I, I believe that every day that I got a second chance. And I'm able to focus on all of, like I have mentioned before, the good things, because all of us have so much good within us already. And there's all kinds of things that we've done that we're maybe not so proud of, but they, they may help make up who we are. And we learn from all of those things. As long as we learn from those things, we could really turn our lives around. So yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for you. Grateful for you, Sydney. I'm grateful for my two daughters. They're Huge parts that helped drive me to, to be a better person than I was the day before. So,
0: man, Sean Bartell, guys, you can Thank follow you. him on Instagram. Yep. Uh, w- what is it? Bartell looks forward, not back. Not back.
2: Bartell looks to, If you look back, just to see how far you've come. But yeah, Bartell looks forward. See,
0: this guy, I, uh-huh. I was like, when we started working together, I was like, man, this dude has a story to tell. He has so much um inspiring content for the world to help them with like um i'm inspired right now like i know sydney's like probably did you know any of that
1: no just (laughs) just bits and pieces yeah but in reality like this no matter how normal i guess you would say you think everyone is everyone has that in their life. Everyone has something, no matter how much they try to hide it or like be ashamed of it. Everyone has it. Every single family.
2: As I say, everybody has stuff. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has stuff. We all are trying to figure it out. We're all trying to figure life out. Like
1: I admire Sean because he's, um, he has that power to be able to tell people. And then his words are so much powerful to everyone else, which gives those other people that power to do the same as him.
2: Absolutely. No, if I can help one other person, I feel like, you know, I feel like I have a purpose anyway, but if I can help truly one other person, whatever they need to do to change, that's it.
0: And that's why you're here right now. Yeah. Because we've been waiting for three years to make this happen. Right. And Sean, I can already tell you, I know Sydney's affected. I'm always affected. The people that hear this are going to be like, Man, that guy, I love him so much. Thank you. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope that this is encouragement for you to write the book. Absolutely. To, you know. It
2: started. It started. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Sydney, it sounds like she's ready to go. Yeah. She, she had some wisdom that she <laughs> dropped on I love us. love it, Sydney. So, Sydney, why don't we talk about how it was for you really blunt and honest how was it for you during covid from march 20th to this moment like mm. what did what did you notice what was a challenge um and what did you learn about yourself
1: okay so at first it was great we loved it we didn't have to go to school like the end <laughs> no. of the school year like teachers <laughs> felt the same yeah. way right. but like once you think about it i've only had my freshman year and it's about to be my senior year in high school like my sophomore year i went online junior year was off and on online so i've only had two real years of high school it feels like so it's all kind of scary but yeah at the beginning we were all excited like me and my friends we would hang out and do our which is like obviously so bad um but we would hang out and like do our school work together like my parents were very strict about it at first just because they're um healthcare providers so I couldn't so hold on. go anywhere. You
0: you think it's a bad thing to work with your friends on schoolwork?
1: No, no. Like, at first, when <laughs> you're... Like, no, when you're supposed out. to be, like, quarantining at 1st being, oh. being away from yeah. other people during COVID. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Like at the Because it was at the beginning yeah. of COVID. Gotcha. Because, right. like, at the very beginning, like, I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Right. Like, my friends would ride their bike to my house, and we would stand, yeah, I like, remember. away. Like, you... Yeah. I...
0: You, she was... Cindy's been doing lessons with me for a long time, and we tried to continue lessons, and she did Zoom, I think, once. Yeah, it was awful. And then she was like, nope, not doing that again.
1: Yeah, it was awful. And then, um, like, we would just make up the randomest things to do, because we had nothing to do. Everything was closed. We didn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really hard.
0: We're, you know, not, not throwing anyone under the bus— do you feel like anyone students, teachers, administrators were prepared for this?
1: No, absolutely not no. and well, more like um the modern people and like the people that were ready for this world, like everyone who's been promoting themselves online already and like people who have been doing like self-tapes already Hmm. and who have been doing all this they were kind of the ones who were more prepared and had to teach everyone else
0: so like instagram influencers uh celebrities people that are on camera all the time
2: different things like online businesses things like that yeah Yeah,
0: so you know but we're talking about school systems
1: oh like if anyone was ready yeah no no we were
0: not ready at all i I remember that's why
1: we just stopped basically what do you mean
0: you stopped? because that that's very blunt and honest and i (laughs) and i know where you're going with this so go ahead
1: like at the end of the year like with school that's what i was talking about yeah like everyone just stopped doing stuff like we didn't really
0: they stopped showing up to class on like everyone turned
1: their cameras off so it was like i never saw these people anymore like at this point, I was, like, writing letters to the people that I was, like, actually close to. And I hmm. still have those hmm. because that, they mean a lot to me. But, yeah.
0: So what did Everyone. you learn about yourself the first go-round from March 2020 to the end of May 2020?
1: I think if you—I was doing this thing the other day. I was looking at the last time people saw me without a mask in school— and I look completely different, <laughs> and it's just—that's what that is. But um, yeah, everyone's changed a lot. It's definitely changed me a lot. Like the beginning of COVID, I think I was like hanging out, not really doing much, and then I got a boyfriend, which was not it. Yeah. Now no. we're
0: going to the boyfriend <laughs> time. Oh, now we're getting some good.
1: Oh, no, it was awful, but that helped me. That was, like, during COVID, I guess maybe, like, I felt more lonely because I wasn't yeah, at school is what I was, like, thinking about, and I wasn't with as many friends, and then I was with, like, more friends. Like, we would like, do stuff, and then maybe I was like, oh, yeah, and then it was not a good idea. Um, and then it was, like, COVID time where everyone was grinding. You were either doing nothing or grinding, and I was grinding. I was... Like, working out, I would go on runs with my friends, we'd do ad workouts, I was still going to my singing lessons, a lot of people just cancelled and cancelled. Yeah, and Even, a lot of people yeah. quit choir
0: yeah. and, and quit yes. other activities in sports also.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, like, that were my close friends, they were like, no, I'm not going to do it, and like it's hard to see them give up on themselves like that. Cause like, obviously they're my friends and I'm not going to give up because just because they did, but yeah, it's Mm. hard to see everyone just kind of fall out. And it's like people who you thought were reliable. Like there's definitely people in the choir program right now that their freshman year, they were so dedicated and in it. And now they're like gone, like doing down the bad path. And you're like, it's hard to save them, but like, once you get them to come back, and I think that's where we're at right now. When it was COVID, it was everyone was bad, but I've been like reaching out to everyone, and I've been trying to get them to communicate so hard in the cabinet chat. And so I let's think it let's was, talk yeah.
0: about that a little bit because you know Sean's in the business world, you know yeah. I'm mm-hmm. in the teaching world. I mm-hmm. teach private lessons, and you know communication is key. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what Sydney just talked about. You know, how many of you out there in the world during COVID, it's like everybody got a free pass to be flaky. Mm-hmm. They got a free pass to, you yeah. know, make yeah. an excuse to not show up. Right. And that's kind of trickled into where we're at now a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. where people will just make a real quick excuse to not be able to do something.
1: Yeah. And that- as a
0: as a teacher, as an adult, my hands were kind of tired because it was like, yeah, I have no way of knowing if they're practicing. I have no way of knowing if they're telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you find out what Sydney just talked about, about people's priorities and um, kind of where they're really at.
1: Yeah. Like definitely at the, I wouldn't say the beginning of COVID. I think I was doing better, but it was like more towards the end of the school year. I really just used COVID as an excuse Mm -hmm. kind of. Because I, oh this sucks to like admit, but like I did not like my classes, and I could just not go. But right. um, because now that, free pass, yeah, kind that of free, free pass? Yeah, that was the free pass,
0: free COVID pass, flaky. Right. And right. then
1: I definitely learned my lesson because um, didn't exactly. Passed one of my classes, but um, <laughs> I'm doing an online class right now. So I'm, like, having to deal with that now, which I wish I would have just, like, went and, like, paid attention, like, did my work when I could.
0: Well, if we're all being honest right now. So right. she learned a valuable lesson yeah. Yeah, absolutely. about putting things off that you should take care of, yeah, just like we all do. Absolutely. For, and I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll be real honest about this. So with my house... Adults all over the country, in the world, had the free COVID pass to not pay their mortgage yeah. for right. months. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But none of us really thought about, holy crap, we're going to have to pay that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, like two or three months ago, I get this letter in the mail that says, hey, if you don't pay this $11,000, $12,000, you are going to get your house foreclosed. Holy crap. Right. Yeah. So I had to figure out how to pay that, and I right. paid it. Right. But what I'm gonna ask you, in hindsight, knowing what you know now about you, Sydney Sisk, yeah. would you procrastinate and not do the work and take the free COVID pass? Or would you do the work now and forget whatever else is happening in your life?
1: Do the work, for sure.
0: Same yeah. thing here, mm-hmm. I, I would Absolutely. never ever in the future sign up for the free COVID pass on the mortgage. Like right. I'm gonna pay right. that mortgage every month. Right. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, right. Because it put me in a, a more difficult Financial situation. Line. absolutely. And like moving forward. Mm-hmm. But what, what I hope that everybody's listening to right now is you have a 17 year old, you have a 44 year old, you have a 47 year old. How really different are our problems, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how you handle it. It's right. how, you know, and a lot of the time is take action. Even if it's yep. messy, yeah. Even if you're embarrassed, even if it sucks, right. even if you don't know how the outcome's going to turn out, you take the freaking action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Own it and do it. I wanted I wanted to throw that yeah. in there, Sydney, because you you owning this in in front of an entire public. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a big step for a 17 year old mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. to take that ownership of. Man, I should have done my work. I should have I should have taken the free pass. You know, it's kinda of like credit Absolutely. cards too, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Absolutely. You know,
0: all three of us know mm-hmm. how much we can get in trouble with those. Right. Yeah. right. Right? There are ways to use them correctly and there are ways to abuse them. Right. Yeah. Just Absolutely. like everything. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, where were we?
0: So you were talking about um how you learned the lesson of turn your work in, but you took the free pass COVID this last semester and you're learning your lesson.
1: Yeah. And then, um,
0: so I guess we're, it's like, like where we're at now, like where are we going now? Like what, what do you, what do you think is important for teenagers to learn right now? And, and let's be honest. I kind of exploited the COVID thing too, because I told all my seniors last year, you're going to apply to the places you want to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, like we have a person going to Case Western. We got a person going to Belmont and Nashville. We got a girl going to Hawaii University, you know. So what have you learned and what action steps are you going to take, Sydney, for the next step?
1: Um, To be... It's so much better to be prepared before you get there. Like right now, I already know like what I want to do, which is good cuz a lot of people don't even know. Well, what do you want to do? What do you think? Oh, I want to be I want to be a musical theater major in college and I want to perform. And right. Why do you want to perform? Because one I Well, okay, let's go back. So like ever <laughs> since I was like really little, I've always loved music. Like Sean was talking about how he loved music. I remember I was like five years old standing in front of this big old box TV with speakers and it would like had the most static ever and it was this huge (laughs) TV and I would always like watch Hannah Montana and like sing to it and I loved it and my mom used to tell me like when she put on the radio I would just sing to any song even if I didn't know it I would just like learn it on the spot and then just like try to sing to it. And my mom has always like sung those like cute songs like um, "You Are My Sunshine" wow. and like all that other stuff, and I've always kind of been singing, but ever since I like moved to Winfield, then I was, cause when I was little, I was like a gymnast at this hmm. place in Texas. I didn't know that. You didn't gymnast? know that. Yeah. No, yeah. it was like some cheerleading gym, and like they had like bars and stuff, and like the bars that you swing on and then um, <laughs> like bouncy floors and we like do flips and stuff like that. And then, so we moved here. We did some like rec soccer, T-ball and like stuff like that. But then we started dancing. And so I really liked dance. And then I went to like, I ended up going to a better studio and then I really liked dance. Cause I made friends and like it was my home. And then it came to a place to where like, I couldn't pay for it any more, like my mom, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, well." I was like, "My world is ruined. I can't dance," and then I was like, "You have to let me take singing lessons then, since I can't dance, because I've always heard about Bertha when I was like little, and I always watched all of his videos because I loved VOB and stuff, and
0: Vikings on Broadway for people that
1: don't know what VOB is. Yes, and that's why that's when I got into singing, into singing like. I remember Bertho at my first lesson. He was like, "So, what kind of music do you like?" And I was like, "Eh, uh, mm. like I wouldn't even talk to him. I was terrified." But here I am now, talking on a podcast. Yeah, in <laughs> front of
0: awesome. probably maybe thousands of people will listen to this. Yeah. yeah. So Sydney, you know, Sean talked about you know some of his troubles. Yeah. Why don't you talk about um, kind of some of your troubles in middle school and even freshman year
1: up to this point? Yeah, I really liked Sean's family cause, or, like, his story because it's, like, family. Like, obviously, I've had stuff go on, go on in my family, and that's definitely been with drugs, too. Um, I don't want to, like, make it to where it's, like, super specific. No, but like, I, I yeah. think, like,
0: you know, what—because we kind of talked about this at yeah. your lesson today a little bit about how you were late for everything, in your life
1: oh yeah yeah and Um, and what
0: people said to you in middle school and kind of
1: oh yeah i was like bullied all of middle school just like for my weight and being annoying and stuff and obviously and you were
0: you were you were smaller you were shorter
1: i was short yeah and then i like have grown and i've obviously like figured out what to eat healthy like because bertho we've all he's always talked about like the elimination diet His thing is, like, he can't have tomatoes. I'm really bad with gluten. I love, like, bread and pasta, but I'm gluten intolerant.
2: Everybody loves it. And it sucks.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, like that. And then I used to – I was talking about this with um, Ellie and them yesterday. We were talking about, like, what we eat and, like, how it's changed. And I was like, I used to drink, like, three pops a day. That's – yeah, literally. That's, like, what we'd have in our fridge, and I would just do that. So – like, Man, what I'm the so question? glad you well, like I'm I so glad
0: off. you brought that up because yeah. you know, I forget because it's so normal to me now, my lifestyle that yeah. these guys are watching, you know, like in mm-hmm. when I when I say little things like, you know, I don't I don't drink soda, I don't drink yeah. pop. Like right. I right. you know, I you know, it's crazy That's that, that she remembers out. that I have a sensitivity to t- tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I still eat tomato sauce, yeah. but, you know, I'm a little sensitive to it because right. I like pizza. Right. Um, but for them to, like, have open conversations as teenagers to what they have omitted from their life. Like, you know, I talk about fast food uh-huh. a lot and how it's just trash and right. how it just makes you super fat. And It's
1: true. I've worked in fast food and it's disgusting. And it's never wanted. You
0: work in fast food now. Yeah,
1: I do. It's just awful. Everything about working in fast food makes me never want to eat fast food again. And I guess that's like kind of a blessing in disguise because I love I loved fast food before. And like it I would like so good though. Yeah, <laughs> I would eat it. But like I just working it's in
0: true, but in
1: the environment, it's just you realize that that's not really what you want to be putting into your body. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is good. Yeah, because because I I want to I want to go I want to segue off of yeah. this to. What do you want to do? Like you said, you want to be a music theater major in college, but but that's not the career, right? (laughs) Yeah. So the career is what?
1: Well, like obviously, the top goal is to be on Broadway or like star in a movie because I've always loved like watching acting and stuff too. And like, you know, all actors, like to be an actor and make it, you have to not just be able to act. You have to be able to sing, dance. They all know how to sing and dance,
0: man. Right. Yeah. How many times do we watch a movie of of somebody that's an actor that we just think is an actor or an actress? They can do it all. And then they open their mouth and start singing or they start dancing. Mm -hmm. You're like, what the crap, dude? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. So
0: I'm very proud of Sydney for going (laughs) for her dream because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's sad that the world that we live in doesn't encourage people to go for their dreams more.
1: Yeah, like I just can't see myself doing anything else and not being miserable and regretting it for the rest of my life, so I kinda just gotta go for it. Yeah, she, Absolutely have she, to go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, she said yeah.
0: the money word, regret. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, one, a guy that I listened to, uh, he had a podcast on July 4th, like two or three years ago, it was Andy Frisella's um, MF CEO podcast, and he did this whole July 4th kind of speech, but he talked about, um, he envisions this older man in a rest home, and that he's laying there, and that the leaves are falling, and then all of a sudden he starts to have a heart attack and you know since my dad passed away in june this story is even more impactful and he he keeps ringing the button and nobody's coming and nobody's coming and he realizes this is it mm-hmm. and in that moment where he realizes this is it he literally sees all of his dreams and all of his past memories and the dreams that he didn't go for right and in that moment where he sees the dreams that he did not go for, he feels regret.
2: Right, yeah. absolutely.
0: And I remember when I heard Andy talk about that, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on my dream, mm-hmm. you know? And what's really sad too, living in small town America, is every time that one of us has something to say about our dreams, There's always going to be a few people that are like, oh, really? Like, you think you're going to do that?
2: They wanted you just to be
0: practical.
1: Yes. There's always people out there that are like, oh, so what are you doing? I'm like, like, this is just recently because I've been more like public because I'm a senior now. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a musical theater major. And they're like, oh, like, don't you think you could do something else? Like, my sister gonna earn a living by doing that yeah you
2: know that's what you'll get earn a living earn a living yeah i'm like i'm gonna create a life that's what you tell me hey yeah (laughs) because like my
1: siblings like they really didn't do much and like me and my sister growing up we watched our older brothers maybe not go down the right path but like maybe some of them are getting on it now maybe not Mm -hmm. but um either way that's their life and like my parents always said they were like lazy at home and we like watched them so we kind of learned how to do like not what they're doing because that was really a big example for us like they didn't go to college one of my brothers was in the air force they're not doing much now and I just would hate myself if I lived that life for the rest of my life. So and if I went to college like everyone else and then I was in a sorority or a frat, not adding anyone, but yeah <laughs> in that case and then I went to be like a teacher or something, like a lot of people are teachers. Um, right now I know a lot of people that are going to school to be a teacher. I just would not be happy and i would i would like have a family of course what's your you know and it
0: it comes down to what i've always asked sydney and my students which is what makes you tick Mm -hmm. why are you on earth what do you love what's your purpose right and i ask those four questions every year to my beginner classes and it sticks with them Mm -hmm. yep and and there are quite a few of my students right now that found what makes them tick Mm -hmm. that found what they love that found their definite major purpose right and you know like sean's daughter harper i remember when she started taking lessons with me she worked so hard all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. and and harper really outworked everyone all the time definitely does and and she still does yeah and for sean to be able to support Harper and Dallin, to encourage them to do whatever they want to do—absolutely, no money attached to it. Yes. No, are you? How are you going to make a living with that? Right. And I think the reason why is because Sean realized, as I've realized, it's about our purpose. It's about our legacy. It's about our mm-hmm. impact. It's about our influence. And I'm so proud of Sydney right now, t- talking so right honestly about what she's learning Mm -hmm. because this is why I do what I do Mm -hmm. to hear her talk like that. And for her to go for her dream, like uh, so many of my students are out there doing it right now. And you know, we have choir camp coming up this week and one thing I was telling Sydney was it's unfortunate right now because all of my clinicians that run my sectionals for my sopranos, altos, tenors, and basses, they're all working professionally right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're all working. Right. Which is a great thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it means that we have to figure it out, right? Yeah. But that's the goal. Like, that, you know, Max and Leo, my two sons, like, they're going to do what they're supposed to do, what right. they need to do uh, be, to be the best version of themselves. Yep. And they're finding their voice. and. You know, I don't I don't want Max or Leo to have to go through what, you know, all three of us have had to go through mm-hmm. of this, you know, fight to to try to prove to people why we yeah. should go for our right. dream, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's our dream. right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and we need to promote our passion, which is why I have Sydney and Sean on this podcast today is they're passionate people, as you can tell. And I'm a passionate person. Absolutely. And there's we have to share our light. We have to share our passion with the world. Yeah. Um, And I hope, like you guys have noticed, you know, Sean was on my Instagram yesterday, and so you can watch him sing on my Instagram. Um, and Sydney was on Instagram last yeah. week, and then she's been on my TikTok page, right. and has quite a few views right now, but. One of the things that I was not proud of was showing myself teaching lessons because mm-hmm. I didn't feel worthy. And it's silly because I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, private coaching one-on-one. Yep. And this week I finally showed people how I talk to Sydney mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I showed people how I work with Sean. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's kind of crazy. Some of the comments that Sydney told me some of the people are saying to her about how I talk and,
1: like, if it was even supposed to be posted.
0: And right. Like and, of course, it's going to be posted. And, it's, and it needs to be posted now because how I talk to Sydney is how I talk to Sean at right. Lessons. Yeah. Right. How I talk to Sydney is how I talk to Max and Leo. Right. right. There's no difference from age six, from age five, Alice Patton, mm-hmm. when she started taking Lessons, to age 66, Miss Becky. That I teach lessons right. to. There's right. no difference. People are people. We all have passions. Right. We all want to be. I believe we want to be the best version of ourselves. Absolutely. But it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. And Tons. a lot of hard work that that's not popular right. at all. Yeah. Sydney's going through that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you went mm-hmm. through that. I'm going through that. Like Absolutely. it's not popular. <laughs> Isn't this crazy? It's not popular to be the best version of ourselves. Right. Yeah. Isn't that nuts to think about? Right. It's not popular for us as individuals to go after our goals and dreams. It's okay. not the common popular thing to do. It's not practical. Yeah, so there's
1: they- always going to be those haters.
0: And I think that the reason why there are haters and the reason why it that people want to be practical mm-hmm. Is because it's safe, mm-hmm. absolutely, and it's it's uh it's herd. It's a herd, like uh you know we're all in this together kind of thing. Well, no. sorry, I'm the one that wakes up every day and runs and has to do my meditation and comes up here and tries to help people out. I'm the only one that does that for myself, yeah, and it's my passion, right? Right, right. But I wish that instead, and this is a whole education topic, right? <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. How many times have we heard that the education system needs to change from the 20th century industrial model to a more hybrid, growing, adaptable model instead of putting people through the same curriculum? I mean, I know there are so many gifts that these kids have. You know, the first lesson that I work with them, the first coaching lesson, I'm always like, did you know that you have this? You know, you have this gift, you know, like Mm -hmm. Sydney's a sponge. Sydney, Mm -hmm. you know, she takes criticism like a champ. She's always taken criticism from me like a champion. Mm -hmm. But when she's influenced by her friends, that's when my criticism doesn't work for her. Mm -hmm. Only when she listens to her friends talking to her about, oh, Bertho said this, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, she she puts value into what they say. Instead of actually looking at the facts,
2: yeah,
0: right, and that's the world, really, right, completely, yeah. like you know, I'm sure that when you were using, you were around a bunch of users, absolutely, and yeah. so it was easy to be like, oh, yeah, it'll be all right. right, let's just do this this one time,
2: and if you're trying to get away from it, you it could be labeled dramatic, or it's you know,
0: are you gonna sell out, are yeah, you gonna yeah, yeah. you're gonna call absolutely, us right.
2: out or yeah, whatever it could be, they don't want any they. They want you to stay on their level a lot of time, you know. So
0: Which I mean, that level is going to destroy will kill you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Could kill everything, whether it's your you know just your life and dreams. Man, we we're
0: we're we're really getting into something good here. Because what if what if being average and just being like everybody else, eating what everybody else eats drinking what everybody else drinks, watching what everybody else watches, right? Right, right. What if that slowly kills us faster, yeah. right? Mm. Like, what, what if that, being like everybody else, eating what everyone eats, drinking what everyone drinks, what if that actually makes us die faster? Right. It does. How so?
1: Like, if I were to, like... Just go to some college and be an accountant or something easy. I would feel like my life ended right there. Well,
0: I mean, like, being a great accountant probably is not easy.
1: No. Yeah, but like something like an office job. I
2: think what you're trying to say, Sydney, is you're if you do something that's not who you yeah. are to there your core. There we go. Then, then you would be like dying on the outside yeah. and inside. You know. I think is well, what you're getting at yeah. too, and that's where we, I think we all suffer from, from society as we all try to fit in, yeah. or sometimes do the easy path. It's very easy mm-hmm. for us all to do. We've all, thought, I've tried to fit in. I tried being straight for years. You know, yeah. I tried. Yeah, how'd that work? For you? Yeah, it didn't work out. It worked out great. I mean, you know. <laughs> but as far as uh, you know, I'm glad everything happened the way it did. But your truth, of who you are, should. Come through, and it should come yeah. shining through,
0: yes. you know. And I think when you are in your truth, absolutely, things you are... do shine. Yeah. you glow absolutely. So,
2: so when we pick to do things that are against our who we are, we're gonna dull. Period. Yeah. And then that's you know how a lot of things happen. We dull. But well, shine imagine is Sid- gone.
0: Imagine Sydney if you didn't sing anymore ever again. Right. You just threw it away. You're like, okay, I'm gonna listen to everybody else and go get a. A reasonable job, career.
1: Mm, How would yeah. that feel?
0: Yeah. How would that feel? How did that, that feel just hearing that just from like,
1: me? Just like giving up, basically.
0: Giving up what?
1: Everything. Cause, A part of. Yeah, giving like myself to what society thinks is better, basically. Just, hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, imagine people listening. If we raised our children. Uh, sorry, not raised taught our children that it's okay to dream and visualize and go big Absolutely. you know elon musk is he's, he's a weird quirky dude he has asperger's mm-hmm. he came out and said that on saturday Night live and people thought it was a joke right mm-hmm. but if you look at his tweets and you look at everything he says it makes a lot of sense he has no filter he has zero filter for his dreams mm-hmm. zero Right. And he's going to be the guy most likely that gets humanity to Mars. This guy that probably was, would have been labeled now as a child in school, he would have been labeled right. as a special kid that had special circumstances. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And how would that have worked out?
2: Yeah. Could have you missed know, out on a lot.
0: Yeah. you know, There's so much to be said with when you're in your purpose, when Mm -hmm. you're in your passion. You know, when Sydney's in her purpose and passion, you know it. You feel it. Mm -hmm. You can feel her energy. You can see it on her face. When Sean's, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, let's watch the video. Watch Mm -hmm. watch the video on Instagram. Sean is being Sean. Full blast. No apologies. Right. I know that when I do a, a Zoom or a speech or I'm in lessons, I look at myself before the speech or the Zoom or the lessons, and I look at myself after, I have a glow. Mm-hmm. There's something that's changed with me. Because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. how many times, and this is one of those moments, all three of us are in the right place at the right time in the right moment. This was supposed to happen. Absolutely. Yep. And that's what I want for everybody in the world. Like, I want everybody to feel what we feel right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what we were born to do. Not just earn a living, but live. Really live. Yeah. And I think that a lot of hate comes from other people that did not choose to chase their dream. A lot of their own regrets. Bingo. Yep. Absolutely. So I think that is a great place to stop today, yeah. Because you know, Sean would have regretted if he didn't quit meth.
2: Absolutely.
0: And and look, look this moment would right. never have Absolutely. happened. Absolutely. You would not be able to sing.
2: Right. I wouldn't be here. Period. Yeah. Probably not on this earth. Yeah. Very likely. Yeah. No. And embrace change, and embrace it.
0: So the unknown is uncomfortable.
2: Absolutely. There's always a fear to unknown. But that's where the best stuff is. Absolutely. And being able to, that's the only way for me to learn how to be present, Mm -hmm. was to take all of that extra toxicity out to be here. So.
0: Man. Well, first of all, thank you, Sean, for sharing your story today. Like you. Thank you. This will not be the last time that you're on the podcast. Thanks, brother. For sure. For sure um i think uh you know it's it's so good to get a different perspective of life and i mean what you've been through there are millions of people worldwide that are going through absolutely what you've been through absolutely and you're such a great positive voice man like Thank you. The world loves you. And, Thank you. Uh, you know, it, I'm glad it's just be the beginning. Blaming. It's yeah. just the beginning. Isn't it yeah. nice for the world to love it's Sean actually right. being Sean? Yes, someday <laughs> we're
1: all going to have shirts to say woo-woo. Woo-woo.
0: It's
2: an inside London joke yeah. that we did. Yes. woo That's right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Sydney, you know, man, watching you at the beginning of this podcast to where you're at right now, this is why she is one of my favorite people of all time because um she's a sponge and mm-hmm. she grows and this year is gonna be the beginning of something really spectacular for her.
2: Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be a great senior year for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. excited.
0: It's crazy, you're gonna be yeah. a senior, right? Yeah. This is it your is. last choir camp ever as a student.
1: I know, that's what I was ah, telling my mom. Yeah. Said it's important. It's important yeah. to me. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you guys. If you held on this long, we're we're getting close to an hour. And I believe this is probably the longest Voice by Matt podcast ever. Uh-huh. But I hope that you uh, really got a lot out of this today. I know I did. I know that, you know, I love Sean and I love Sydney even more now. Like, um, this makes me very excited about the future, about what we're doing and the possibilities that we have to help and influence people to make the best decisions for who they really are and who they want to be and to chase those dreams and never too late to go for it it's never too late to dream and visualize and change and so I hope that you guys have an outstanding week is there anything that you guys want to end with?
2: No I just thank you for having us Yeah, thank grateful you. to be here and look forward to more more chapters
0: we'll do it yeah so thank you guys for tuning in this is matt bertho please leave us a review and a five-star rating and uh we will see you next week love you guys.